Shumrabyug. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Sure Look, Sure Listen, the podcast that takes a pop at culture. Sure Look, Sure Listen. 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 Ah, very good, Benjamin. Benjamin, sure, look at this week. The main thing that we have learned is not to take a holiday during the two busiest pop culture weeks of the year. (laughs) Yeah, probably not the best choice. Probably not the best choice, Ben. So this week, we'll be taking a look at everything that's happened in the last two weeks, but like way later so that everyone's not really interested in hearing it anymore. And, Ben, (laughs) we have also seen the film Pig. (laughs) We have, Michael. Sure, listen, yeah. if that wasn't enough humble Which pie for a pair of co-hosts, yeah. we'll also be taking a look at the uh, the brand new Shang-Chi movie. Is it, did I say that right? Shang- Shang-Chi and what's going on in it. Shang-Chi and what's going on in it. And then we're going to take a look at a very important question. Who even is Shang-Chi? Where did he come from? How did who, this happen? Who even is he, Ben? What's going on with him anyway in the first place? I mean, I mean, what even is this? What even is it? Benjamin, just a little behind-the-scenes housekeeping for the guests. You're doing this remotely, as always. But you've altered your setup slightly, Ben. So now, have, yes. Yeah, now you're, you're vertical, Ben. You're vertical on my screen. You look like a flippin' TikToker. It's very... It's, very, it's très modern, Michael. Très modern. This is what all the kids are doing. Very modern, Ben. Very vertical. Can you give us a little TikTok dance, please? I will describe it. Yeah, he's waving his arms around. He hasn't got any rhythm whatsoever. Yeah, now he's doing kind of two hands up the sky like he's he's pleading to God to put him out of his misery. Now he's doing yeah, a kind that's... of he's doing a loose head wave, but he's got a kind of stiff neck. <laughs> fun little uh fun little behind the scenes fact, Michael. Uh, I often throw my hands up in the air every morning. It's going to be delivered, but it doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't happen. Doesn't oh happen. man, we're all suffering. Benjamin. <laughs> We have been and seen the film Pig. People thought it wouldn't happen. People thought the whole thing might have been just a parody. But we hopped in the car. We met our good friend Connor Ben from the episode What's Going On with Fantasy Novels. And he was late, Ben. He was late. He was. He was up to four minutes late. Up to four minutes, Michael. And to to say, Michael, that we weren't sweating under the collar, missing four minutes of prime trailer time. We were just like, oh. Benjamin... I felt in the film Pig that if we didn't see what happened at the start, then we would be we would be bereft of understanding the rest of the entire film. <laughs> I think you were on the money, in fairness. I don't think you were a million miles off. Luckily, Ben, he arrived in time for us to see a film about Jude Law being sad and having too many children. Yeah, oh, I think that's just Jude Law, isn't it? But then, Ben, we saw the film Pig. We did. We went and saw the film Pig, Michael. Now, Ben, we were shown a trailer a few weeks ago. And we looked at that trailer and we said to ourselves, what an upbeat action romp. Yes. Essentially John Wick, but with Nicolas Cage and instead of his dog, it's a pig. How good will that be? Yum, yum, yum. How good will it be? We don't know. We have no way of knowing, Ben. We we assumed it would be pretty bad, to be fair. We did. We were, we were, we were so confident, Michael. That <laughs> so confident it would be bad, Ben. <laughs> then, Ben, the exceedingly positive reviews started rolling in. Flooding in, Michael. From Connor. He was like, this seems to be good. What's going on? Connor was making us aware of it because no man likes a slice of humble pie quite like Connor. And Connor was Mm. making sure that Mm. both of us had heaping healthy doses of humble pie, Michael. So Benjamin, 
we went to see it in the end there. We did, yeah, because cinemas and, uh, are open again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm fine afterwards. I'm fine. It didn't affect me emotionally in any way. I didn't cry at all, Michael. I didn't even come close to crying. I didn't have any kind of emotional revelation while sitting there in the back uh, in the back row of the Lighthouse Cinema. Um, I'd say Benjamin. I came out emotionally unfazed, Michael. Benjamin. Benjamin. Mm. It's not John Wick at all. They lied. They lied. They completely lied to us, yeah, Ben. No. That trailer was the most lies since the Suicide... Not the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Since David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Yeah. Exactly, Ben. It is the biggest bunch of lies it of all time. This is not a film about John Wick, but with a pig, Ben. This is a film about men dealing with loss. Men dealing with loss and perhaps recognising that life didn't quite pan out the way it was and perhaps the acclaim they sought in their younger days wasn't really worth it. Like, for instance, say, if you started a podcast hoping that it would do well and then it actually turned out that nobody cared and you kept doing it because you kind of committed yourself <laughs> to it and didn't spend time investigating your life. And now you're here. I mean, I mean, now you're there in the hypothetical situation you, where you started a podcast. Yes, Nicolas Cage in the film Pig. Nicolas yeah. Cage. That's in the not film what that film was about, Ben. I think this might have led to some personal revelations for you, but it's, uh, that's not what it's about, Ben. It's about moving on and, de- and accepting loss, not, uh, yeah. not having an existential crisis. Yes, not having an existential crisis. Um, that's exactly what it is, Michael. It's it's. Look, I thought it was fucking excellent. I am. I thought it was a great film. It was an film. excellent film, Ben. It was an excellent film. It's it's not. It doesn't fall under the purview of this podcast by any stretch of the imagination. No, not not a one. Not. Not Ben. Not a punch is thrown. Not a high kick in sight. Um, yeah. I mean, they really just either threw some bits into the film that could be made to look a bit like John Wick for the trailer, or picked out some very. I bet you, Ben, if you went out of your way, you could make Jane Austen's Emma seem like John Wick. Oh well, I mean, that's if you just picked three or four choice scenes. <laughs> that's the gift of editors, and given that trailers are now modern day deception <laughs> they're the definition of modern day deception all trailers are cut the same way now michael um we start with a we start with kind of a uh, a female vocal artist doing a moody version of an either an 80s yeah. or a 70s classic um yeah, yeah it's yeah. haunting it's it's rich girl by gwen stefani yes but it'll be all slow i had all the money in the world then i'd be a wealthy girl and then there'd be a rhetorical device like, what would you do if you never had to work? But there wouldn't be a voiceover because we got rid of those in the 90s. Um, They're gone now, Ben. And then what we'd see, Michael, um, mm. is a woman living it up in slow motion. But there's some dark, sinister stuff going on. Maybe there's bars of gold everywhere, but there's flies as well. Because flies are great symbolism for mm, no, what flies, lies yeah. beneath, what's rotting below. What's going on? Yeah. And then, Michael. Greed. And then, Michael, we'd find out it'd be sharp cuts and neon lights and this woman running through bank vaults being like, oh, my God, oh, no, I should never have been a rich girl. Na, 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 Benjamin. I'm not, I'm not finished. I'm doing a bit. Are you not finished with that riff? All right, keep riffing. Keep riffing. And then we go see the film and it's actually a really sad story about how a family lost their money on a welfare scheme and got kicked out of their homes. awful. It's an awful thing. Yeah, it'd be very sad. Benjamin, have you seen the trailer for the film Kate? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I haven't. It's the latest in the line of uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime's or Hulu's. Uh, here comes a badass lady, and she's coming to get you. Except this time, it's Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the kind of 
Eastern European neon apocalypse nightmare land where she's a lady assassin. I feel like they've missed a bit. Oh, I did see the trailer for Kate. Sorry, I tell a lie. I, I, now that you've said it, it, it rings a bell because I went, this is Atomic Blonde, but only again. <laughs> yeah, Atomic Blonde, but only again. It's uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, but only, only again. again. It's... Uh, it's Jolt, but only again. You see, I feel like they missed a trick because, you know, Kate Beckinsale could have done Kate. Could have done Kate. I feel like they should have swapped yeah. films. Mary Elizabeth Winst could have done Mary Elizabeth Winston. Jolt. She could have done Jolt. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale yeah. could have done Kate. Or Gunpowder Milkshake. Or Gun Gun Karen Gillan and Jolt. You know, just switch them all around. Uh, yeah, so this one is is uh, Lady Assassin Extraordinaire. Um, yeah, the Huntress. And I, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm purposefully. Um, calling her a lady assassin not not to be um not to be an old sexist pig michael but uh simply no, to say that this is other this podcast. is going to be the <laughs> and that sexy pig where we break down nicholas cage's 2020 hit <laughs> pig <laughs> um it's not sexy though it's real sad uh, <laughs> it's, it's sad it's about loss and dealing with fathers it's, it's gross it's awful. It makes you question so many things. Um, but yeah, so the reason I say that is because the central focus of it is you're just a girl. And then she proceeds to to beat up everybody in the room. Um, yeah, yeah. So as usual, Michael, as it seems to be the trend of Lady Assassin films in 2020, the real villain is misogyny. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was misogyny all along. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's your other podcasts, <laughs> where we take a look at Benjamin Colby's podcasting career and the general footballs he's made throughout the years. Uh, it was misogyny all along. <laughs> um, Benjamin, yeah. you know what else we've missed? Though? Go on. We've only missed. We've only gone and missed Ben. We've taken a holiday. Terrible timing. But we've only gone and missed the biggest single trailer event of all time. It's, it's the worst timing we've ever made. <laughs> ever. Ever had. It's just it's the worst timing of all time. It's just terrible. There's a Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. And everyone's going to be in it by the looks of things. Yeah, everybody. Everybody and their mums is going to be in this one. Yeah, except the ones who are dead. It's the actress who played Aunt May dead. I think she's probably dead. I mean... She had good innings. Not Michael. Sally Field. She's alive. Sally Field is still going. Marissa Tomei is still going. Mm. But um, old old lady, uh, comics, uh, comic accurate Aunt May is is probably not. Did you see that Alfred Molina is in it? Yes, Michael. And I was very. Is that excited. something you noticed? It's something I noticed, Michael. I watched a Ten Things You Might Have Missed trailer in the latest Spider Man. There was a big circle around Alfred Molina. And I went, "Holy shit, that's Doctor Octopus!" Yeah, yes. How did I? How did I? How did I miss? How that? did I miss that? How did I miss Doctor Octopus is in this? Oh, some people were like, "Stuff you might have missed," and then like there was the Goblin Bomb. He's like, "Nobody missed that." They spent like a two second beat showing that you the Goblin the Bomb. That was the whole point, thing. Ben. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of this film. It's interesting, isn't it, Michael? I don't think this is going to be very good. I'm absolutely terrified. I'm terrified that Sony are going to fuck it. Um, well, you know, Michael, it would be in character. It would, um, Ben. It because, would. Ben, they keep doing it. Every time they make a Spider-Man film and they try and put too many characters in, they fuck it. They fuck it. They fuck it real it's, good. They fucked Spider-Man 3, Ben, by putting too many characters in. Yeah, too many villains spoil the broth, as they say, Michael. Not just too many villains, though, because Spider-Man 3, if you remember, also introduced um, Gwen Stacy. Was it Gwen Stacy? It was. It was was a version of Gwen Stacy, it was, yes. Played by Bryce Dallas Howard. They introduced her, they introduced Venom, they introduced Sandman, New Goblin. 
He's not back, funnily enough. They introduced noted, noted uh, villain Topher Grace, Michael. Yeah, yeah. And uh, noted real life villain James DeFranco. Yeah, James Franco. No good. No, no use good. Been, apparently. He's, he apparently. hasn't been brought back. I wonder why. Um. One of the one of the most popular guests on the history of your podcast. It was misogyny all along. Yes. Uh, Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah, I'm very nervous about this. That Sony are going to fuck it. I don't trust Sony, Ben. I, it looks like they're trying to jam. Pa- it's going to be very messy, Michael. How how are they going to do it, Michael? How I don't know, do Ben. I don't know how they're going to do it, Ben. But let's be honest. If Kevin Feige, the Feigster, yeah. the the man who every morning you throw your hands up in pleading to take you away from this existence. Deliver your Lord, me. If, if you're Lord and Saviour and deliver Kevin Feige, they, they managed to pull off Infinity War, Ben. Mm. And that had more characters and was an even bigger mess. And somehow they managed to make that work. That's true. And if you remember, Ben, looking back on it, we were all a little bit nervous going, oh, all of them? Like everyone, is uh is that going to be good? And then it was good. It was very so good. Maybe if there's anyone who can do it, Ben, it's it's your Lord and Savior, the Feigster. Okay, but I'm just waiting for Kevin Feig to take an obscure um, '70s Irish character and turn it into a film. Give it to someone. I might tweet at him after this and see if he'll give me a film like he gave one to Simulu. That'd be good. Yeah, you could be in it. I could be in it. I could be Shamrock. You could the, be Shamrock. You could be the, the Banshee, the Emerald Avenger. Yeah, I could be Banshee, be... I could be Sean Cassidy. Let me be Sean Cassidy. Yeah, you could be Ireland's first mutant, after Miggledy Higgins, obviously. <laughs> That's awful. Um, don't you say a bad word against Miggledy. Um, look. Yes. The only thing was, in Infinity War, do you know who wasn't heavily, heavily, heavily involved in it? Those bastards at Sony. <laughs> Those bastards at Sony. Um, and they've tried this a couple of times, Michael. Yeah. And they've tried this a couple of times because we got strong hints at the end of Andrew Garfield's run that a Sinister Six was being built. Benjamin, they almost yeah. forgot to do a film for the second Amazing Spider-Man. They were so excited about bringing all the villains back. They were. They had Norman Osborn who <laughs> passed away for some reason in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Look, there was a lot of there was a lot of weird choices made there. One of the things that I'm incredibly shocked by is the fact that Electro is coming back. Mm. Benjamin, yeah. do you think they're going to be the characters as they were in the films, or are they going to be versions of them? You see, everybody's saying that those versions are going to be brought to Tom Holland's world. I don't think yeah. that's the case. I think Tom Holland is going to get lost in, in a multiverse, worlds. and oh. he's going to get lost in their worlds. And Very I think, clever. I think when Doc Ock says, hello, Peter... Um, mm. I think he's talking to a different Spider-Man. I don't think Toby he's talking to, to Thomas Holland at all. No, I see what um, you're saying. Um, so I think it's just going to be... And I, I think their cameos, Michael, are going to be far, far briefer than we care to admit. Um, mm. Or than anyone cares to admit. I'd say you're looking at five minutes screen time, a big Raimi-style clunker of a fight, mm. and then... Oh, I gotta get to the portal. Bye. And he Next disappears. portal now. Benjamin, do you think that when Han- Tom Holland does an ejaculate, do you think he calls it his Hollandaise sauce? It's, it's he almost. Oh, oh that really You're lowered like, the tone. We were doing real well. <laughs> do you think he's like, oh, I've got to clean up my Hollandaise sauce? <laughs> I think he probably does say that. Uh, the other thing that we found out this week, Michael, I'm um, just not even going to touch it. Um, <laughs> Don't touch the holiday sauce, Ben. <laughs> 
Um, the other thing that we found out this week, Michael, is apparently yeah. one Scarlet Witch is going to duke it out with a, a member of the Fox universe. Oh, yeah, apparently. Apparently. Now, Michael, oh, no. Oh, yes. no. What's on? Um, why, why are you upset? There's, there's been a lot of debate about this. Because I, I don't know if the X-Men have a place as in their current iteration in the Marvel Universe. I don't know you if you're going You were very excited when Quicksilver appeared, Ben, remember? I, I was, but then I lost my, my oomph for it, Michael, because... Yeah, it wasn't... Uh, <laughs> wasn't our Quicksilver, was it? Turned out to be Ralph Boner, Ben. Ralph Boner. What a, what a joke. What a jape. Funnily enough, the classic uh, a classic term for a jape or a joke was a boner, Michael. Oh, I think that was the joke, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the whole... The whole the, the bit. Mm. The bit, Michael. Um, so look, a fox getting involved in anything makes me nervous. It makes me sweat a little bit under the collar, you know? Well, fox are gone, Ben, so it's grand. You don't have to worry about them. Fox are gone. It's now 20th Century Studios, Michael. I saw that the other day. I watched mm. some fox iteration of a thing, and there was no more big fox. It was just... No, no. It was just 20th Century Studios, Ben. 20th Century Studios, which is a very smooth rebrand, Michael. Mm. Very, very smooth clever. rebrand. Very um, clever, very nice. Should look, Michael. Should listen. Speaking of multiverses of madness. Yes. Have you been keeping up with What If at all? Oh, very good. That was an excellent, Ben. I've watched every episode of them. I have to say, they're hit and miss. Oh, they're very hit and miss, Michael. Hit and miss, Benjamin. They're hit and miss. I don't know which ones we've talked about, but uh, Peggy Carter was, in looking back now, miss. That was miss. a miss. Yeah. Um, I mean, it did have some, it did have some cool stuff. The coolest stuff in it being Captain Carter herself. The design, yeah. the look, they're the doing a high kick, they're doing a flip, all that sort of stuff. There were lots of flips and but high kicks. it skewed too close to the film, Ben, so it was kind of boring. Yeah, because we've seen that before. We know how it works. We get it. Was it. Captain America, the first Avenger. We saw it again. The next one, Ben, was the Star-Lord one. That was a bit more interesting, Michael. It was a bit more interesting. Um, a bit more stunty, though. A bit more like, and look at Thanos is here. What do you think of that? Oh, look at him. Look at him. He's a big, cheery, bloody Cheers character now. He's it's like Norm. Now. Thanos! Ben. And everyone was like, ben. oh. <laughs> Thanos, you're always trying to do your bloody genocide. You're such a messer. Yeah, you scab. Everybody's far too casual with the term genocide there. Yeah. I don't. Very humorous. But Ben, it was random, so it was fair. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. That that episode con- continued the absolute character assassin- assassination of one Peter Quill. Yeah, somebody does not like Peter Quill. I think it might be because of Chris Pratt, to be honest. But I, well, who could blame them? <laughs> bloody hell, Ben! Is is poor old Peter Quill getting a character assassination? Like um, he was a bit yeah. of a dumbass, but he was he was unique in the Marvel universe that he was a bit of a dumbass, but he was still a heroic character, and you know you still rooted for him in Guardians One, Guardians Two. He was heading down the road of being a bit more of a a bit more of a dick, but yeah. then between Infinity War and if Black Panther had been Star Lord, everything would have been fine, and there yeah. would have been no Thanos. Like, oh, bloody hell! That's poor a, old Peter Quill. That's a heavy, like, that's a heavy. What if, like, oh, if, if <laughs> you know, if someone else had a met Thanos, they probably could have talked him down. Um, yeah, would have been and fine. You're just like, okay, um, why, like, it, it's so interesting. And then, like, the way he's written off is he's working in a fast food restaurant, and and yeah. bloody Kurt Russell comes to pay him a visit. Yes, Ben. I think that I think the twist there was that it actually would have ended up worse. 
because ego is probably actually a bigger threat than Thanos. I, I arguably yes. I I think that was the joke. I think that was the twist. Yeah. Episode three, Ben, was what if we're doing spoilers, by the way? So you want to cover Go your on. ear balls? Yeah, if you cover, don't want cover the ear balls. But what if um what if Ant Man went mad? That was good. I actually quite liked that one. Um, yes. What I didn't like, though, was that everybody's weakness is the same thing. <laughs> Small things in our Yeah, groups. everyone's weakness is a little tiny man jumping into your brain. Which makes sense as a weakness, though. <laughs> I mean, it does. That, yeah, it would be my weakness, for example. It wouldn't be yeah. your weakness. I wish the tiny man in my brain had shut up. I think yeah, yeah. Do. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Benjamin, Sean, the, the comedian Sean Locke um, died a couple of weeks yeah. ago. That was very sad. That I enjoyed very his sad. work. Where he did just that remi- come from? <laughs> because I was going to steal a joke and I went oh I'm going to steal a joke there whose joke am I stealing oh yeah because Sean Locke famously used to do a very good joke Ben where he would say the tiny man in my head is telling me to do things but oh, I really? ignore I, I just ignore him and keep killing oh okay that's good uh, that's, that's a, a good, good joke. joke that's a good yeah. joke yeah poor old Sean Locke oh, yeah see. anyway what were we talking about and then Ben the last one was very divisive amongst the fans the, the fans I like the, the way fans, you affected ben. a Benedict Cumberbatch American accent there yeah Michael. I'm doing it I'm gonna be Benedict Cumberbatch for this review Ben the last one was very divisive amongst the fans because it was about Doctor Strange and I, what would happen if he went a bit evil You've you've gone in the direction you started out in a very solid Cumberbatch territory, yeah, and now you've turned to Die Hard's long-haired villain from Die Hard One, um, Alan Rickman. No, no, like the the Fabio-looking motherfucker, the one with the big blonde hair. <laughs> the Germans, yeah, the, the Germans. German terrorist models. Okay, yeah, that'll do. That's it. But Benjamin, it's about Doctor Strange and what would happen if Christine Everhart died, and he had to try and save her, but he can't. Yeah, and I no bet good. you he turns evil. And um, it's pr- I thought it was good. Some people didn't like it. I've I've had I've seen mixed reviews of it, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it, Ben. One of the best things, Ben, for the likes of you and me, Us. is that uh, he starts summoning demons and stealing their powers. Well, that's good, isn't it? And he starts, Ben, with the big kind of Cthulhu-esque, possibly Shumagorath monster that we saw in the Captain America one. Get out of town. seems to be a bit of a recurring motif, and obviously he gets his ass kicked. So he starts smaller, Ben, and he starts smaller by summoning Schmebulok. <laughs> Do you remember Schmebulok, Ben? <laughs> Not the, particularly. He's the buck-toothed gnome, leprechaun gnome guy from episode one of, um, what's that show called? Where wh- What are the twins and what are the mysteries? Gravity Falls. Uh, Gravity Falls. <laughs> the first demon he summons is Schmebulok. No, he doesn't say <laughs> Schmebulok, unfortunately, but it was a great little moment. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good episode, though, I felt, Ben. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I won't do any more spoilers, but yeah, good episode so far. Benjamin. Go on. Are they all linking together, all of these episodes? What's going on? I think they're trying to kind of build up some kind of continuity, Michael, um, between them. But I don't know what it's for. I don't know what's going to happen at the end of What If. I feel like they're mm. going to do a coming summer of 2025 or something like that. I feel like, or we're going to see those characters in the multiverse of madness. Mm. Are we going to see some of our introductory characters? Like, are we going to see Peggy Carter in live action? Suited I would love to see. 
I would love to see a big, huge, bulky Hayley Atwell CG'd onto a big, mad, muscular body. Yeah, are we going to see... That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be good, I'd watch that. Um, are we going to see Doctor Strange with a case of insomnia and vitamin D deficiency? You know, is... Are we going to get those? Is that what's going to happen? Is that what we're dealing with now, Michael? Is that who the Doctor Strange of the bloody Spider-Man film is? Because oh, everybody's like, that's not the real Doctor Strange. And the real Doctor like, Strange yeah. wouldn't do something that dumb, would he? Or, or yes. is Marvel yeah. slowly falling into its own pitfall of witty, kind of hilarious, oh, look, it's the Sorcerer Supreme in sweats. Um, look at that. And I think it's far more a case of diminishing returns on mm. characterization. Never trust Sony, Ben. Never trust Sony. Bunch of bastards. Bunch of absolute... Never trust them, Ben. They can't do a sequel. Benjamin! Yes. Is there anything else? Have we missed anything? Uh, no, I, I think that I think that brings us bloody up, Michael, to the, to the big movie event of the week. Right. Ben. Go on. Shall we take things a little bit out of order? And why don't you tell us first who even is Shang-Chi? You son of a... Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, good. Um, good. Yeah, let's do it that way. <clears throat> yeah. Shang-Chi, uh, Michael, ben, is Marvel's... Go on. Because it gives the people who don't want to listen to spoilers about the film, they can listen to this bit and then turn off for the spoilers. Yeah, that's... Do you know what, Michael? It's yes. very considerate of you. I'm very, very considerate, Ben. You very are, to everyone except podcast co-hosts. But that's fine. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you're in vertical mode, so I don't give a shit what you feel. He has no time for the Gen Zers Anyone who's and their vertical, vertical videos. <laughs> Anyone who's in vertical mode, they're dead to me, to be honest. <laughs> get fucked, vertical mode. Um, Shang-Chi, Michael, and I will yeah. get that pronunciation wrong, and I really do apologise as we go Benjamin. through. Benjamin. Yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying Shang-Chi. Okay. I think that's how it was originally pronounced, I'd imagine. I don't think it matters, Ben. We are Irish. We say Shang-Chi. Um, have you ever seen the film Frozen, Ben? Uh, let it go, Michael. Let, let it, it go, go. Let it go. Benjamin, I refuse to call the character from that film, Anna, because I am not an American. I will refer to her as Anna until the day I die. Anna. <laughs> Anna yeah. from round the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And her sister's then I'm a not calling her Anna. Anna <laughs> is not a sound that comes naturally to me, so I'm not doing it. So I don't think you can be chastised for saying Shang, Shang or Shang. I'm going to say Shang because I just feel like it's the right way and I saw a video all of right, Simon right, Liu right. struggling with an interviewer, so I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to do that. Uh, Shang-Chi is kind of Marvel's original premier martial arts hero, Michael. I don't know. Who'd win the fight between Shang-Chi, Ben, and Iron Fist? I mean, it depends on what we're talking about. Are we talking about traditional Danny Rand Iron Fist from the comic books? Or are we talking about that god-awful Iron Fist from the Netflix show? No, no, not him. Because then it would be Shang-Chi nine times out of ten, Michael, if it was was Netflix, Danny Rand. Um, I mean, they're... They're a pair of interesting lads, Michael, because they they fall under similar purviews. Um, in that they're both they're both slightly augmented martial artists, but fundamentally right. at their core, what makes them unique characters is the fact that they're good martial artists. It's not they're doing you know, a high kick. They're doing a high kick, doing a flip. They're doing a, a fist of fury, um, etc., etc., etc. But generally, Michael. They probably wouldn't fight each other. They'd find mutual respect for each other in their form and craft and be like, I will not fight you today. And that'll be. But Benjamin, would yeah. they not have a fight first and then do a team up? Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I'd watch that. That's usually what happens. I'd watch that. Who would you cast as Danny Rand today, Michael? Um, Finn Wolfhard. No. No, that's a terrible <laughs> choice. 
That's a terrible choice. Um, I was going to say Toby Maguire. Who? Toby Maguire. I was going to put Toby. Toby no, not Toby Maguire, Ben. You wouldn't <laughs> cast him as the. You would ca- if you were Armin Tammer, Ben. Oh uh, no, he tried to eat you. He wouldn't try to eat me. He don't try to eat a lady. Yeah. Uh, oh right. Okay. Then we're fine. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. Michael. I hear he's on a, new, a podcast next week, Ben. Uh, we have Armand Hammer on the podcast next week. No, not we? on this podcast, on your special podcast, It Was Misogyny All Along. It Was Misogyny. My noted guest on It Was Misogyny All Along. Um, we have a theme tune similar to, to Agatha from One <laughs> <Yes>. Division. <laughs> it Was Misogyny All Along. Um, ah, excellent stuff, Michael. Do you remember One Division? That was great. Yeah. Wasn't it? Anyway. Yeah. Shang-Chi, Michael, came onto the scene in 1973, which is later than I thought, Michael. Right, but it's at the height of Kung Fu mania. It's at the height of Kung Fu mania, Michael, where everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Hmm, non-stop. In, f- in fact, yeah. in fact, it was a little bit frightening. Oh, I'm glad you could admit that, Ben. Yeah, because, you see, some of the kicks were as fast as lightning. Yeah, not in Iron Fist, though. Not an iron fist. Those were slow telegraphed moves that yeah. anyone could have stopped yeah. with a, with a bare minimum of preparation. Yeah, they were um, as slow as a picture of lightning. <laughs> as a picture of lightning. Um, anyway, Michael, yes. uh, Shang Chi yes. made and scene, and I found out it's Steve Englehart and Jim Starlin who created them. Jim Starlin, who's very famous for his work on Thanos. He's, a, he's the most famous of Thanos. for Thanos, probably. Um, Jim Starlin is having a great MCU dumb. Like he's just, is, he? is he getting any money? I'm sure he's making money off it because he's the co-creator of that character. Surely he makes some kind of money off it. Unless I don't he gave know, it away. Isn't that the problem with comic book rights? Yeah. Famously oh. throughout history. We're isn't going to be doing it. such a thing as creator-owned comics exist? We're going to be doing a really interesting episode soon, Michael. And you don't know this because I haven't told you this. But we're going to be doing a very interesting episode on the emergence of Substack Comics, Michael. I don't um, even know what that is. And the mass exodus of great writers from the big three. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Taking their titles as well. Black Hammer is moving to Substack Comics from Dark Horse. Get um, out of here! I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so we'll be, we'll be doing an episode on that soon. Anyway, um, the two of them put them together, Michael. And the history of Shang Chi is oh, it's a bit messy, Michael. So, uh, have you ever heard of Sax Romer? No. So Sax Romer, but I'm going to say no for, oh, for good man uh, for the for the for the podcast. Sax Romer is a, a pulp writer in the style of um oh it's going to escape me oh, the guy Conan O'Brien uh not Conan O'Brien but the guy who wrote Conan so you're on the right track it's, it's yeah no, the, I know um, I know his name Solomon Solomon Jane Solomon Jane not not his Thomas name Jane. but okay the actor uh, Thomas Jane the actor Thomas Jane anyway he's from the pulp era of uh, serialized magazine stories and that kind of thing. And Sax Romer Michael is probably Moorcock. My no, it wasn't him. Um, and Sax Romer is famous, or perhaps infamous, for one particular character that would dominate a lot of nineteen thirties, nineteen forties discourse, which was Fu Manchu. Oh, he doesn't yeah. sound great. Sounds a bit racist to me. Fu Manchu was exceptionally racist, Michael. He was a Chinese supervillain. Um, oh, good. And he had a big wispy silvery mustache and he had long nails and he was, oh, he was all sinister and evil because he was, mainly because he was Chinese, Michael. There wasn't much else to him. He was just bad because he was Chinese. Um, But anyway, Fu Manchu, very, very iffy stuff. What what are your supervillain powers? A kind of vague Chineseness. Ah. And incense. Indefatigable. (laughs) Um, Benjamin. Yeah. Is he just Ming the Merciless? 
He's just Ming the Merciless, Michael. Um, or rather, Ming the Merciless is just him, I think. Because I think Flash oh, Gordon came on. out a little bit later, didn't he? I then, don't know. In the 1940s. I, I would have to check that. But I think Ming the Merciless is a spin-off of him. Uh, hopefully with a little bit, a little bit less um, overt racism. Yeah, because he wasn't Chinese, Ben. He was just uh, space Chinese. No, uh, Fu Manchu was um, a direct kind of racist depiction of... Uh, Chinese people, and uh, the purpose of it was uh, during the during the very early 1900s, um, there was a wave of anti-Asian. Uh, I mean, arguably still is Michael. Arguably still arguably. is, but, but that's a different podcast. Um, yeah, that's it. Was racism all along? That was it. Was racism along <laughs> the the brother podcast to uh, <laughs> it was misogyny all along, um, but. It, Anyway, in the wave of that, Fu Manchu was created to be the kind of overall villain, and he was quite often used as the the big bad. And anything that went wrong in major metropolises in the United States, it wasn't bad government planning or you know corrupt policing or a lack of welfare services. It was it was Fu Manchu, the old Chinese grand bunch of lads, though usually grand normally a grand bunch of lads. Michael, one day we will get sponsorship from them. Anyway, um. Yes. Marvel had a whole um, want to make um, a, a kung fu movie, Michael. They they had started out, what they wanted to do to capitalize on the, the kung fu craze in the United States in the 1970s was they actually wanted to invest in a little bit of film stuff. Um, right, go on. So what they did was they went out and they bought a particular property. Um, and that particular property was halted very, very quickly because Warner Brothers... Warner Brothers gave them the rights and then said, oh, but you can't make comic books out of it because we own DC and DC will make mm. any Kung Fu comics. And they were like, oh, damn oh. it. So what they did instead was they went and they bought the rights to Sax Romer's Fu Manchu. Mm. And then by the time they'd done that in the 70s, Michael, they bought it and went, oh, yes, we have a notable Asian character. And then they actually read it and went, oh, no, we have an infamous oh, no. Asian character. Oh. Even in the 70s. Even in the people, 70s. If people thought it was racist and bad in the 70s, it was probably pretty it bad. It was real racist and bad. So what happened was, Michael, um, Shang-Chi started out as the, the unknown son of Fu Manchu. Um, mm-hmm. That's who he was. So they, they developed this character instead, Michael, um, oh. because they didn't want to focus on Fu Manchu. Um, and what they and had was... Fu Manchu, was he doing a high kick? Uh, Fu Manchu was more of a sorcerer, ancient Chinese okay. sorcerer. Um and that's, like that's the way it worked. Like, sorry? Like Egg Chen. What's that now? From uh, from um, from Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's that guy. Oh, yeah. It's that okay. guy. James Hong. It's James Hong. Okay. Every time. Okay. Um, so that character kind of spun off. And then as iterations came out, Michael... The Fu Manchu legacy was became iffier and iffier. And they were like, I don't know if we ever want to reintroduce... Uh, Fu Manchu as as a noted character in the Marvel Universe and then it didn't matter right uh, Michael because the rights expired um, and poor El Shang-Chi was left in this no man's land of who's my papa who's my big evil yeah. papa um, yeah. because that has always been a core part of the character Michael um, Shang-Chi is uh, from a, a, a dynasty of evil um, oh. and he's he's not into it he's just like oh fight it on the beaches, I'll fight them mm. in the air. Um, I'm going to America where I can be a goodie. 
and where I can be a goodie. But it was grand, Michael, because Ed Brubaker came to the rescue, and what they did was they <laughs> resurrected. There was a an event in in Marvel Comics a couple of years ago now called Shadowlands, Michael. Go on. Where, and, where Daredevil became the leader of the hand. Where Daredevil became the leader of the hand. And uh, in order to try and tackle the hand, there's a, a group of people called the Shadow Council, Michael, and they resurrect Fu Manchu. And when they resurrect oh. Fu Manchu, it turns out that it's not Fu Manchu at all. It's another ancient Chinese sorcerer, but this time in the Marvel mold called Sheng, Zheng Du. Okay. And Zheng so Du the guy. was the evil daddy all along. Okay, oh. so it's fine. We can publish that as much as we want. Now, uh, the Marvel movie's taken that a step further, Michael, and they've made the Mandarin. Um, Kinda. Shang-Chi's big evil dad. Mm. Um, but anyway, poor El Shang-Chi has kind of bounced around over the years, Michael. he's He was on the Heroes for Hire team for a long time. Um, he's fought alongside Luke Cage. He's had a bit of a, a Hell's Kitchen, Harlem. He would have been ripe for a Netflix show, Michael. Perhaps arguably better suited to a, a kung fu show than a white man who didn't know how to fight um, but Benjamin they're they're basically Shang-Chi and Iron Fist you can't separate them because they're both from the era of kung fu they are and they're essentially they're the two kung fu stereotypes Shang-Chi Ben no matter what spin you put on Shang-Chi Shang-Chi is Bruce Lee he is he's Bruce Lee as a Marvel superhero he is he's and and that era from the seventies to the mid nineties, everyone had a Bruce Lee. Yeah, Shang Chi is Bruce Lee. Ben and um, Fei Long from the Street Fighter video game, he's Bruce Lee. Ah, oh, yeah. Kung Lao from the from I'm probably getting these wrong from Mortal Kombat. No, you're probably getting them right, Michael. He's he's Bruce Lee. Yep. Every every Bruce Lee from the film Enter the Dragon. He's Bruce Lee. Every pop culture franchise from that period just did a Bruce Lee. Yeah, they had a Bruce Lee because Bruce Lee was a they cultural just, icon. Yeah, everyone just had a Bruce Lee in the same way that every pop culture thing from that period has a Mike Tyson as well. Um, M. Bison, Ben, from Street Fighter. No, oh, big old M. Tyson. Bison. It's just Mike mm. Tyson. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. So, and then on the other hand, Danny Rand is the other Kung Fu stereotype. The the white guy who ends up there and learns their ways stereotype. He's your Chuck Norris's. He's your <laughs> David Carradine's. Yeah. He's your you know, they're 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 the two main stereotypes of seventies kung fuery. They are. You're not and, wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think either of them would have been better suited to a Netflix film. I think the Netflix series, the Netflix series, Ben, it has come to light basically that Finn Jones is his name, Finn Jones. Yeah. Basically didn't want to learn Kung Fu. He was playing the character of a master of Kung Fu and couldn't be really bothered learning Kung Fu. I mean, it came across, Michael, let's be honest. Anytime you watched it, you were just like, oh. Oh, yeah, that's oh. not great Kung Fuing. I always remember watching the, the panel where he revealed that it was season two and Mike... Is it Coulter? Kuchowski. Coulter, who played Luke yes. Cage? Yeah. Mike Coulter just goes, Really? <laughs> and he looks at Finn. It's it's the best moment ever because he says, uh, "And we're coming back for season two. And then <laughs> Mike Coulter just stops and he's like, "Really?" Yeah, As in, very, like uh, they mm. really gave you guys a season two. Well, season one wasn't very good. <laughs> it was just like it was magic because even Finn Wolfhard was like, "Yeah, yeah, just renewed." And he was like, "You could see Mike Coulter being like, what?" 
What do you mean? <laughs> Benjamin, <laughs> that whole that whole Netflix thing was a fucking abomination. Daredevil season one and two. All three seasons of Daredevil were, were good. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones season one was easily the best. Easily. The first half of... of um, of uh, what what's it called? Luke Cage. The first half of season one of Luke Cage, good, magnificent. Both both Punishers fine, and the rest absolute fucking drivel. Yeah, a failed experiment, Ben. Yeah, shame. Anyway, really. I we're talking about Shang Chi. Sorry, back to Shang Chi. So anyway, um, he's kind of so bounced he was around. spared being ruined by Netflix. He was spared so he being ruined by Netflix. So then Simu Luke could come along and be like, "Here, come here, give us a film." Um. So anyway, um, that's that's really the fundamentals of of Shang Chi and the thing. He's knocked around different superhero teams. He quite often features in Daredevil stories because he's a New York based superhero. Because that's where he moved um, after his father's evil Chinese empire, um, and that's that's where he ended up. Now, in the modern, the the more modern iterations, Mark Michael, in the Marvel now. Uh, reboot. He moved yep. to San Francisco and Chinatown in San mm. Francisco, which is where a lot of the film uh, Shang Chi takes its its beginnings from. So there yes. you go, Benjamin. Yeah, he sometimes gets other powers. For a while He's... there, he was a multiple man type situation. He was Mister Negative for a while, Michael. And um, yeah, him and Spider Man had an old team up to take on Mister Negative, who was kind of a modern Spider Man villain. And for some reason, he became imbued with the powers of Mister Negative. Um, hmm. And he just made really, really withering comments about things. It was awful. Um, but yeah, so... He, he didn't enjoy the film Big. He didn't enjoy the film Big. Oh, so derivative. Oh, God's sake, Zhang Chi. It's just John Wick, but with pigs. If you don't want to be here, don't come. Um, like, it's a whole thing. But anyway, uh, yeah, he's mm. had different powers. So he, he was Mr. Negative. He had a multiple man situation going on for a while. Yeah. Sometimes his kung fu is magic, other times it's just he's really good at kung fu. At the core of the character, Ben, he's just the best at kung fu. He's just the best at kung fu. Or the second best at kung fu. Yeah. Or, yeah, occasionally when the plot calls for it, yes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes he's the second best at kung fu. Benjamin. Yes. He's never really been a breakout character, though. Never. He's never had any kind of... Now, I don't want to say that in a in a sweeping statement, but he's never been... I don't think he's ever even managed to be a fan favourite, Michael. Not particularly, Ben. Not particularly. He's, like, they're really plumbing the depths now of of characters. Yeah, and making some interesting choices with those characters. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You're just like... Eh. The eh. thing about it, Ben, is the, the less established a character is, or maybe not established, but the less kind of ingrained in pop culture is, the more risks and changes you can get away with making. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, you know, it's hard to make a Superman without upsetting all the Superman fans. <laughs> those those hardcore boys in blue. But in 2008, Ben, you can take whatever you want from Iron Man's 60-year backstory and go, this is the Iron Man we're doing. Yeah. And Shang-Chi is now kind of that level. Because of the kind of rise of popular culture, Shang-Chi, I would say, is about as well known around the world as Iron Man was in 2008. Yeah, so he could be the next Iron Man. You know, nerds know him. Yeah, Yeah. he could be the next Iron Man, Ben. Which made him ripe for being in a film, which I saw the other night, Benjamin. Oh, my girl, you crafty minx. Go on, tell me more. I've crafted in. I've nipped in there, Benjamin. So, Ben, spoilers ahoy. Okay. So cover your earballs if you don't want any spoilers. Yep. Not you, because you're on the podcast. So yes, I'm going to have to go through them. You had plenty of time. I thought I invited you. You're invited. You said no. <laughs> Correct. 
that's a true story. That's what happened. I said, Correct. Benjamin, do you want to go and see Shang-Chi? We do a pop culture podcast. You should probably see it. And you said, no, 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 I'll sort it out myself. I'll have seen it by the time we do the episode. Another lie. Another classic lie. Another anyway, classic Benjamin. Lie. It's Ben. I tell you what, it's a Marvel movie. Um, it's a Marvel introduction origin story oh, film. Oh, no. Yeah, it's one of them. Oh, no. I tell you what, Ben. It's good. Okay. It the, the trailers, Ben, I don't know if you've seen the la- latest trailers coming out, but the trailers say, the best superhero movie of 2021. And I'm looking at it going, well, yeah. Wouldn't obviously. be fucking hard. <laughs> it's not too hard, is it? Um, yeah, so it, it, I enjoyed it more than Black Widow. If you're, if you're okay. looking for a bit of a metric, it's a hell of a lot better, Ben, than the similarly themed Snake Eyes. Okay, that's good. Which I also saw the other week and is a bag of shite. Let me just get, let's get that out there straight we, away. We didn't cover it in the trailer section, Michael. Damn it. Well, we didn't need to cover it in the trailer section, Ben, because I've seen it. It came or in out. The, in, in the no review use. section. Okay. It was no use, Benjamin. It's about a man. It's about an Asian American man with a mysterious past who doesn't know what happened to his father. Um, going to the mysterious East, in this case, Japan, to find out about his family history and, and get revenge. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not good. Snake Eyes is not good. Shang Chi is a lot better. Oh, that's good. Um, Benjamin. Yes, it is a it is though a Marvel origin story movie. Okay. Um, so where will we start? Characters are good. One of the things that slightly disappointed me about it was I felt that Simu Lee could have ca- Simu Liu could have carried the film. Okay. But he very much doesn't. Oh, okay. He, unlike, say, Robert Henry Jr. in Iron Man, he's not really allowed to shine. Oh. Almost a little bit like, as the main character, they weren't entirely sure if they could build a film around him. So he has a very funny, sarcastic sidekick in Aquafina's Katie. She's caused massive controversy, Michael. Um, Be- because of her accent, people don't like her accent. No, no, no. Basically, she did. She she affected what's commonly referred to as a blackcent, Michael. Um, right, go on. Whereupon she adopted falsely the mannerisms of um, black cultural. Um, Isn't she from pop Queens? Culture and stuff like from Queens, but but she would do this ridiculously over the top routine at the start of her career, Michael. Oh, um, who cares then? Oh, well, no, hang on, Michael. Every, yeah. Lots of people care because one of the yeah, reasons that Shang-Chi is getting review bombed is because the black community is deciding that we're not going to support Aquafina because they're so insulted by this representation. Because as soon as her career took off, mm. her accent disappeared completely. Um, what accent? Her black she accent. She has an accent. She ha- but she still has a New York accent. Yeah, but it's it, it is a big difference between a New York accent and a, a New York black accent. They're two different things. I don't agree with you there, to be honest. Um, okay, fair enough. The internet would be entirely against you, Michael. No, not all of the internet, Ben. The cesspools that you're potentially lurking in might be, but um, that's not the entire internet. <laughs> okay, all um, right, fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't. I don't agree with cancelling someone because um, they have changed the way they speak. Because everyone in the entertainment industry puts on a facade. Okay. Um, and that facade could be an entire character they create or it could be an exaggeration of themselves and their upbringing. It's it's like um, it's like laying into Jenny from the block that she's not from the block enough anymore. 
Oh, I quite or... often do, Michael, on my noted no, podcast. No. <laughs> it was misogyny all along. Misogyny all along. I once came into you, Ben, laying into Jenny from the block, and um, needless to say, all three of us were shocked. Benjamin! <laughs> Go on. Where was I going? Yes, God so anyway, she's sake. in it, and um, she's the quirky, funny sidekick character. And then he has a, a tough, no-nonsense sister, Ben. Just oh. in case you were worried that your film didn't have enough strong female characters. Well, that's good. He has a tough, no-nonsense sister who's even a better fighter than him. Get out of town. Uh, yeah, are you surprised in any way? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, she has a, she has a, she has a, a severe bob, just in case you were unsure about your Marvel female characters being tough. They're, you can tell they're tough when they have it's, a, it's, a severe it's, bob. It's the Hope Van Dyne of Shang-Chi. Yeah, she's Chinese. She's Chinese Hope Van Dyne, basically. She's like all of his powers, but better. And it's a, a severe it, bob. It sounds like they've lifted quite a bit from Zuko's storyline in Avatar The Last Airbender. Go on. Uh, Zuko is is a, a fallen prince within a, a dynasty. He's a big bad dad. Um, and he has his change of heart and he goes off on a little adventure and his sister is is much more competent than he is and much more dangerous um, yeah, yeah. Classic, and is sent after Marvel. him but I don't know if she's bounty hunting in, in this one no she's not um, but yeah there's, so there's a lot of characters Ben do you want a, a fairly major spoiler I suppose we, ah, we can't avoid it go it on. was spoiled before but I'd forgotten about the spoiler so I had the treat of of not being spoiled oh, there's good. a substantial cameo from your favourite character and mine Trevor Slattery Oh, yes. <laughs> and like he adds a second comedy sidekick to the film who's even wackier than the first comedy sidekick. Excellent. Yeah. So Simulu kind of just goes through it as the guy with the mysterious past who's good at Kung Fu. But I felt that we didn't get to know him very well. Okay. To be honest, because he was surrounded by this cast of wacky characters constantly. His dad is great. Okay, His dad good. is um, barely a villain, but definitely oh. a villain. But, you know, he's he's up there in some, one of the better Marvel villains, for sure. Oh, that's good. The Kung Fu action, Ben, I thought was quite good. Okay. Um, but the more fantastical and superhero it became, the less interesting it was. I mean, that seems to be the, the block standard these days for, for well, things. Well... I, I don't know if that's necessary. To, to, like, to go back to Infinity War, that the huge superhero fight with Thanos on the planet Titan, where Doctor Strange used all his magical powers, Iron Man crashed an asteroid into Thanos, and that was a that was a good scene. Yeah. But, but the last scenes of this devolve into a bit of a poorly chore- choreographed big old CGI mess. Smash him up. Yeah. yeah. With ben, not one Ben, but two dragons. Oh, that's too many dragons. Two dragons, Ben. One of the things I did think, though, from watching this film was there's not a chance in hell Danny Rand killed a dragon with his bare hands. No, no way. So he's he's just an outlier and exaggerator. He is. He's an absolute tosser. Yes. But it's good. It's a good film. It's, it is overall a good film. The Kung Fu, uh, Simu Liu is a, a, an interesting lead who, like, okay, you don't get to know him very much, but you're certainly not averse to getting to know him. Okay. And, you, you know, you're thinking, okay, I, I'd actually, I'd, I'd watch more of this guy for sure. And I'd actually like to see him 
go a little bit more out on his own rather than having an army of stock characters traveling with him. A cadre of stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it introduces a mystical China, a mystical other dimensional Chinese village, the Chinese equivalent of Asgard, if you oh, will. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, you know, you've got mythological Chinese beasts and, uh, you know, ageless Chinese people doing magic armor stuff. Oh, it's, yeah. It's very much, yeah, you know, it's very much Chinese Asgard. Mar- Marvel does mythology 101. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And it's kind of real world mythology, but also not really at the same time. And There's arguably too many dragons. All I want to know, Michael, is are they aliens or not? Or do we finally have like a cool kind of super powerful race of people on Earth? No, the Chinese characters who are in the the other dimension are baseline humans. They're just oh, that's humans. good. Well, then we yeah, finally yeah, have just... an interesting little... Because I often think... You know, in the grand cosmic scheme of Marvel, people must come across Earth and go, well, "This is all a bit dull, isn't it? They're all a bit basic, aren't they? <laughs> this is a bit basic. Like we have, we have giant monsters and uh, shape shifting. What, what, what are yeah. these lads got? Because these lads don't have any of that. There's no naturally occurring have... monsters in the MCU. They're all yeah. either aliens or, the, you know, a mutated man on occasion. If you're a Spider-Man fan, but it's it's, yeah. it's weird. Or a Michael D. Higgins fan. Or a um, oh, Benjamin. Leave Michael D. alone. <laughs> it's, uh, the, the CG is good. The Chinese stuff is good. It's, um, the, the dad is the best character. The, the, the severe sister, complete waste of a character, the severe sister. Oh, that's just shame. along for the ride. Yeah. In, in a, in a sense, maybe it would have been better to introduce her in the second film. Right. Um, you know, but it's, it's, it's good. It's a good, solid, bleeding film Wong is in it for some reason yeah what's the Wong versus Abomination like moment that's it you've seen it you've seen the entire thing oh that's shit you've seen the entire thing that is it in its entirety that's shit yeah 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 trailers that's really annoying that that was the one thing about this Ben that that did disappoint me was that there were no surprises other than Trevor Slattery and Trevor Slattery was a pretty good surprise he was at the premiere so that was kind of spoiled for me I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, and he was seen on set. He was at the premiere. So oh, was he? Okay, kind of okay. new, but I forgot to be honest. Yeah, and when they introduced him, it was quite funny. It, it, the whole thing, the whole Trevor Slattery thing, is basically. I don't know if it's an apology to Marvel fans or Chinese fans or the concept of China, but the whole <laughs> thing is basically a po- an apology. Trevor Slattery is down on his hands and knees begging for forgiveness for the concept of the character of the Mandarin. Well, there you go. Not and not just the the Trevor Slattery terrorist Mandarin, but even the original Mandarin. Oh. They it's... never call Chang-Chi's dad Wen Wu. They never call him the Mandarin. In fact, he makes oh, okay. fun of the entire concept. Okay. Um, saying that America was afraid of, of an orange. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That makes that makes perfect sense, Michael. Oh, that's a that's a nice little that's a nice little jab at uh, concepts like Fu Manchu. I quite like that, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind like of the that. whole thing. I think that was kind mm. of the whole thing. And you know, he's quite a rounded character. Some of the best scenes are with him with his ten rings, Ben. Yeah, fighting uh, other mystical people, and there's some hints of. Um, you know, a crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Nice. No one's running along treetops or anything. It's not super derivative, but um, all of the all of the mystical Chinese people seem to have air bending powers. 
everyone's airbenders. So there's all sorts of airbending going on. But Ben, yeah. it has one of the best sexy fights, if not the best sexy fight, since Daredevil versus Elektra on the swing set in in Ben Affleck's Daredevil. <laughs> Benifer Garner? Ben, Benifer Gar- Ben, you know there's nothing I enjoy more than a meat cute that is also a sexy fight. On a swing set. Um, yeah. Doesn't matter where, Ben. <laughs> as long as the two characters... As long as the two characters meet, have to fight, and then fall in love at the same time. Fair I'm, enough. I'm all on board for it. And this is the best one since Daredevil versus Elektra on the swing set. <laughs> okay, well you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. What did you think of the Shang-Chi movie? Yeah, if you've even seen it. If you've even seen it, like certain yeah. co-hosts on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't be named. Um... But let us know. You can find us in a couple of different places, ladies and gentlemen. You can find us on the interwebs at www.shomerbyug.com. S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. means tiny room in Irish. It does indeed. You can find us on Instagram at Your Luxury Listen Podcast. It means Your Luxury Listen, but in English. But in English, very good. Yeah. Uh, we're also on Twitter there. You can jump up there on Twitter and get in touch with us at ListenSure and let us know what you think. But... You know what would probably be the best way to get in touch with what us? What would be lads? the best way? The best way be the best to get way. in touch with us would be get up on that Discord, baby. Hop, hop up on it like it's the seventies. Like, like it's, it's the seventies. You're wearing rollerblades. You're watching black exploitation and kung fu films at the same time. You're having a grand old time, and then you just hop up on that Discord. It's a whole thing. It's a whole mm. thing, ladies and gentlemen. Join us in a week's time, where we will be right. taking a look at. Substack Comics, what is this brand new revolution in the comics books publishing industry? Sorry, I tripped over my own tongue there to finish that one <laughs> off. But uh, I don't know what happened there. It's just it's too many buzz sounds and it caught me off guard. Comics books publishing. <laughs> brand new comic books publishing agency that all the big creators are migrating to, which is pretty interesting. Oh, um, including Steve Engelbert. And it's Sting, it's, he's already there. He's already there with he's a mojito. already there. Already there with a mojito. Sting. Sting Engelbert is already Sting Engelbert there. as he talks of fields of gold. Um, All right, very thing. good. Um, but that's us. Who else is already there, Ben? Um, Ed Brubaker's on the way. Um, Ed Brubaker. Chip Zdarsky is going to be working for them. Um, Get out of here. Bloody your friend and mine, Jason Aaron, is is oh, heading over Jason there. Aaron. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of big creators heading over to Substack Comics, so we're going to take a look at that next that's week. That's very exciting. We'll probably have a look at that next week we probably will that's it for most ladies and gentlemen bye 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 everybody watch out for getting a kick in the head kiai kiai that's karate